From Homedale to Salmon River, District 3 has several teams that don't always get their due. Stepping outside the shadows of the SIC, this is the Treasure Valley PrepCast with Logan Green. And that is not the right intro. Whoops. <laughs> do we have to restream? Let's do, let's do this again one more time. Uh, let's do okay. three, two. <clears throat> From Boise to Middleton, the 5A and 4A Southern Idaho Conferences feature 20 of the largest schools in Idaho. Highlighting the big plays and big stories from Idaho's biggest schools, this is the SIC PrepCast with Wayne DeZubak. All right, that is better. Welcome in to the SIC PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. Brandon Bainey alongside Wayne DeZubak. Wayne, every once in a while, i got to throw these curveballs in, keep us on our toes. Yeah, the folks, uh, you know, I mean, what do you do? You know, you just get there, but uh, we, we get to the point, and, uh, you know, I, I think the point right now is you're ready for Christmas. You got everything all squared away. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be uh, taking off uh, tomorrow, actually, uh, my wife and I, going back up to Montana to, to visit the family. So we're recording this Tuesday afternoon. I, I got to get all these podcasts in before we hit the road. <laughs> so it's, it's madness right now. So Yeah, I know. Hey, well, I just saw a whole, whole, there was a Hallmark movie called Christmas in Montana. So you could star in it next year. Yeah, I'm just that's, saying. That's the dream right there, I think, is to get one of those cushy Hallmark deals because you're pretty much guaranteed to be in a couple movies a year. And Absolutely. Yeah. And you don't get to kiss the leading lady until the last second. You know, I mean, you have to wait till the whole time. You know, that's when the movie's over, when the leading man kisses the leading lady and they're all done. That's the Hallmark way. Yeah, there's all that tension that builds up throughout the oh, family. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, there was some tension uh, this past weekend, Wayne, at the first annual Owyhee uh, Classic. Uh, Owyhee High School hosting a tournament for the first time ever. They had a, a big school bracket and a smaller school bracket. We're going to step outside like the uh, wrong intro that I played. We're going to step outside the shadows of the SIC just for a second because you did you did uh, almost every small school game there. What what were your impressions of getting to see some, some of the 2A, 3A schools? I really loved it. I mean, I really had a good time. Ambrose, you know, they came into the thing number one undefeated in, in 2A, and they ended up leaving undefeated number one in 2A. So what a job they did. They did get that rematch with St. Mary's, who they lost to by one point last year in the state championship game, but they, they uh, just kind of blew them away at this game. I mean, Ambrose was ready for it. So St. Mary's awful good. They, they look like a 3A, 4A team. I mean, they really do. They're, they're, they're that big. They're they're that impressive when you see them. The you know take give them the eye the eyeball. They look good. But Ambrose was ready for him. Uh, Johnny Sugarman just really did a great job. I mean he couldn't miss from outside. So I was really impressed with them. Uh, you know it was really interesting because you had everybody there. Uh, I think St. Mary's was the the largest team you had there, not only in stature but also in school size. But you also had Castleford there that was one A Division two. And so it was fun to see everybody come together and play. Aberdeen was over there. So it was just fun to watch them kind of compete amongst each other. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I don't get a chance to do the smaller schools very often. So for me, it was a fun time. Yeah. And then uh, when we looked at the big team bracket, uh, there, there really wasn't much from the, the SIC there, right? I mean, Emmett was there. 
and I think Timberline, right? Yeah. Am I missing yeah, anybody else? Yep, Timberline was there, Emmett was there, and that was pretty much it. But uh, and again, it came down uh, to Lake City taking on Pocatello, and I got to do that game, championship game, and that was fun to watch. I mean, uh, I really thought Pocatello. I was really excited because you had four A against five A. Lake City looked awfully good. They were very balanced. They had three players in double figures, so they did a good job. Pocatello was led by Julian Bowie, who had thirty five. But as you and I talked before the podcast today, I said, boy, he's great, but you get 35 and that's uh, like 54% of the team's offense. You can't do that. You've got to get some help somewhere. And they didn't on this day, but still it was fun to do Lake city and, and to watch them play and to, you know, see how they brought it. Uh, and that, that one was 78, 65 Lake city won that one. And next week I get to do Lake city, Lake city, Coeur d'Alene and uh, post walls come down into the treasure Valley to take on Meridian Eagle and Bishop Kelly and me and Clay Hatfield are going to kind of park ourselves over at Meridian High School next Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday as the three schools, Coeur d'Alene, Post Falls, and Lake City come through and play the Warriors, who are the defending state champs after that 20-1 season last year. Yeah, and I guess I, I should have introed this. We're talking boys basketball out of the game. Right, this was right, all right. boys basketball that took place last week. Um, yeah. yeah, that was going to be my next question for you, Wayne, was you, you've seen a lot of the teams in the 5A SIC. You've now seen Lake City. Uh, Lake City, of course, got to the championship last year. How do you think Lake City compares to some of the teams in, in the Boise area? You know what? I tell you what. I mean, I think they compare really, really well. Uh, I really was impressed with Oahe, and I'm going to be doing Oahe tonight against Eagle. Uh, it's going to be a 3-1 team against a 4-1 team. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's at Eagle High School. I think Oahe has gotten I – mean, they got Jack Payne out there, but they also have Jackson Rasmussen, who's a 6-7 freshman. Uh, they've got Liam Campbell, who scored 27 in the game I did recently, uh, where Hawaii beat Centennial. And Campbell's just a sophomore. He, he's a big kid as well. Uh, so I really like Hawaii. But looking at Lake City, they're very well balanced. They're, uh, they've got good size down low. So they've got a couple of big postmen at 6'7", 6'6". So I'm impressed with them. But, um, you know, I, I, it's, it's too early to tell really how they're going. Uh, when I asked Andy Harrington about his Hawaii team, he said, we're young. And a lot of things have to change, and we got to make things happen. So we'll see tonight. It'll be a little bit better. And if you don't watch this podcast right after you post it, I mean, because we're doing it Tuesday afternoon, so they play this evening, uh, you have an opportunity to go back on the archive and maybe listen to it. Because I think it's going to be a pretty good game. Yeah, I think uh, I might put the game on uh, tomorrow as we're driving up to Montana. That'll be a good way to uh, – kill a little time in the car so yeah again we're recording this tuesday afternoon wayne you are going to be at e is it at eagle, or at eagle. right at, at eagle, eagle tonight. okay Hawaii and eagle these are like two of the top three teams right now right it's Hawaii and mountain view yep. and eagle oh uh, and- is really john nettleton's done a great job of mountain view i did not expect the mountain view boys to be right there the way they are but they are right now mountain view Hawaii, and meridian are all three and oh in league so that's pretty impressive yeah, he's he's uh, been there a long time. Uh, what one of the be- best coaches uh, in the league for sure. So yeah. so we're getting this knockout, not a knockout match, but but a Waihee and Eagle, two two of the early favorites squaring off. So by the time you're listening to this, and you can listen to it at IdahoSports.com or wherever you download your podcasts, or if you're watching this on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel or Facebook page, chances are that game will have already happened. Right, mm-hmm. it's tonight. Yeah. So uh, what you can do is go back 
to the archives on idahosports.com and listen to any any game that Wayne's done this year uh, for, for the 5A SIC. Uh, or you can also just check the score, right? We've, we've always got the updated sure. scores and standings at idahosports.com as well. So we that's all, that's that's always my disclaimer this time of year. Check back to idahosports.com every day because chances are something's changed. Yeah, and that's what basketball is all about because they'll start. They play Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and Friday and Saturday night. So, you know, you you, you just can't keep the podcast up to date. But uh, uh, it just moves on. But it'll be a good game. So we wanted to mention that it is happening, and it's a key game between two leading contenders. And so we are see what Eagle can do. They've got Donovan Jones. They plays tight end on the football team. Uh, they got Gage Jones, who's a really tough hitter, a you know defensive player but he does a really good job on the basketball court. So I'm really looking forward to uh, calling this game tonight with Clay Hatfield on idosports.com. Tips off at 7.30. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I, I did get the question of uh, it was the Hawaii Classic and Hawaii wasn't even playing in it. Like, what's the deal with that? It's their own tournament. And they, they were originally scheduled to participate, but then they got an invitation to – uh, the the classic at Damien, which is a, a big time tournament in California uh, at Damien High School, so they're going to be going to that next week. And because yeah. of that, they had to give up their spot. So uh, we'll we'll talk more about that next week because there, there's some big tournaments uh, coming up next week. There's a girls basketball tournament, uh, the Timber Lion at uh, Timber Lion and Bora. Mm-hmm. It's going to bring some really good teams, and then uh, obviously Hawaii is going to be playing. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of action to talk about next week. But th- but this week there really isn't too much. Um, for example, 4A SIC for basketball, Bishop Kelly, uh, the top team, 2-0 in the league. Middleton is also undefeated. They're 1-0. Both teams are 5-1 overall. But, for example, Bishop Kelly's done until those three games coming up next week against the, the schools from up north, the Coeur d'Alene schools. Uh, Middleton has a game against Boise on Wednesday night. Um, I think they probably should win that game. Yeah. Uh, but but so so the schedule's light this week, right? We're coming up on Christmas. There aren't too many games left, so we can just kind of look at the standings as a snapshot. Now, I, I will be able to talk a little bit about um, Nampa and Columbia and CUNA because I saw all three of those teams at the Preston Indians Classic last week, Wayne. The team I was most impressed with was Nampa, I think. They're, they're just like in football. I think they've got the chance to be a Dazuback dark horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? They've got the athletes there, and that's the thing. A lot of these kids do you know, play double sports. They, they do football and basketball. They play well. So they are 1-0 in the league, but they're 2-5 overall, and you get to see them in that tournament. I, I really believe that when you get to play in a tournament like that, you get three games or whatever it is in three days, you have an opportunity to kind of really figure out what you're doing. You're away from home. You're not going back home. You're staying on the road. Uh, I really feel like you get an idea and you grow. And I saw that from all these teams that I did at the Oahe Classic, how they grew and got better. For instance, Malad came in there, and there's you know a 2A team, and they got bumped by St. Mary's. They had a hard time getting there because of snow. So we took their 5 o'clock game, moved it all the way to 8 o'clock at night in order to play that, stayed in the same brackets, but we moved the game. And they came back in. And they just got blown out by St. Mary's and came back and, and did a great job to get all the way through. So good job by them. They grew. They got their first win of the year in there. And they ended up playing Homedale in the consolation game. So, you know, these teams grow. And I, I agree with you. Napa probably did that as well. And you're right. They, they, they've got some athletes. Yeah, Napa had a tough uh, tough road to hoe because they beat Valley View on Tuesday night in oh. overtime. 
54-49. They had a big lead. Valley View came storming back. Nampa weathered that storm and won in overtime. So you have an overtime game Tuesday. Then you got to get on the bus and make the longest trip of anybody to come to this tournament in Preston. So they were on the bus forever after playing an overtime game and and then to play three games in three days. They lost to Jerome by 15, which Jerome won the tournament mm-hmm. over Preston. So they're good. They lost to Shelly by one. They, they had a chance to actually beat Shelly uh, Trace Higgins uh, had a shot at the, the game-winning jumper um, as time expired, and he missed. Um, in that game, Walker Peterson made a half-court, banked it in uh, just by the end of the third quarter, um, and, and then they came back and beat Bonneville. So Napa, to me, was most impressive. Columbia was missing a couple of guys, and, and Columbia is the interesting team because they've got uh, last year Jalen Alexander, who was such mm-hmm. a great inside player. His younger brother's on the team now, Makai Alexander, yeah. and He's, he's just as tall, not quite as muscular, but to me, I think he's going to be the key for Columbia. He missed the last game. It wasn't really a factor in the second game, and so Columbia kind of ran out of steam. They did win their, their first game, though, to get to the semis. Um, and then Cuna. I think Cuna's got a really uh, excellent player in Gavin Gordon, who um, might be one of the best players in the SIC. The problem is, is if he isn't going or if he's being taken out by the defense, who else steps up? In that last game, Reed Sims uh, – finished with 20 points uh 18 of them came from the three-point line and so he was he was really feeling it and maybe reed sims is that guy for cuna but i I thought they uh actually looked pretty good as well yeah i haven't had a chance to see any of those teams so you 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 know you're able to see them in the tournament so i'm looking forward to seeing especially i'll do surprise some a couple of cuna games this year as they they move around the sic but uh yeah all of those teams are going to get better and that means you're going to have that really toughness right now it's bk middleton and Napa and Columbia, you know, those are the four teams that we've talked about, uh, even so much in football. Emmett was in there. So, you know, in football, but they're not so much in basketball right now, but they've got athletes. So it's a young thing. It's before Christmas time. We'll see what happens. Yep. Should be, uh, should be a lot of fun. Uh, girls basketball is, is there anybody that's standing out to you? We talked about Bora last week and their big win over Boise. I actually got to watch Boise a little bit, uh, on some film, they boy, you weren't kidding when they when you say they got the size advantage. They've got some yeah. tall players. Yeah, they, they do, they do. They came back and they beat Mountain View the other day. But of course, you know, with Najuko not not there, uh, you know, it's tough. Uh, Mountain View's got a few things. They they've got to pick it up and figure out what they're going to do without their leading player who they depended on, uh, and figured that was going to be a big factor this year. But Timberline is still the class. I mean, they're undefeated. They're ten and zero overall, eight and zero in the league. But you're right, Bora and Boise. Eight and two, nine and two, respectively, in their uh, in the league, and uh, overall rather, and seven and one, six and two in the league. So yeah, it, this thing is going to be fun. And then you drop down to Mountain View at seven and three overall, five and three, and then it kind of goes down from there. Rocky Mountain four and three, six and six overall. All the rest are below five hundred. So yeah, and then four uh, A. Middleton still looks like the best team. They finally dropped out of the coaches' poll because their their overall record is yeah. uh, spectacular. But they're five and zero in the SIC, but six and six overall. I mean, go figure that one out, you know. But I know they play some five A teams, and they had and actually early on they had some injuries. So they had a couple of key players gone, and that's why I say, you know, Naya Juko, she's gone from Mountain View. It's one player, but in basketball you start five, and you know, and you lose one of those key players like that. You're gonna you're gonna scramble all year long. 
Yeah, the way it's looking right now in 4A girls basketball is you've kind of got these four powers, and they're all from different districts. You've got Blackfoot, the defending champs, Preston, which lost to Blackfoot by three, Burley, which is undefeated and has beaten Preston, and then Middleton, which which fell at the Preston Indians Classic last week. So those four are going to be kind of jostling for position all year, which which I'm hoping uh, sets up for a really good semifinal round at Girls State for 4A. Should be a lot. Oh of yeah, fun. it should be fun. And like when you look at the 4A SIC for the girls, you know, you talked about Middleton and BK, but uh, you've got Emmett, Columbia, and Napa all sitting there at three and two in the league. So it's still really a tight race as they they you know get into the holiday break, and then next week tournament time for a couple of them, and, and it'll be interesting to see what they can come up with. Yeah, uh, should, should be a lot of fun for sure. Um, so that's kind of our quick snapshot of what's going on uh, winter sports-wise. Again, kind yeah. of like this week with, with the Christmas holiday coming up. So uh, before we get out of here, Wayne, we talked last week about the All-State volleyball teams, and then um, we we got some follow-up information on we, – we talked about how good Skyview is, uh, and the, the accolades keep rolling in for the Hawks. Yeah, we did. It's always nice that we know somebody's watching the podcast because we got you know an email saying, hey – uh, you might want to add this, but we talked a little bit last week about how Skyview had five gals on the all SIC team. Okay. And they had player of the year, they had coach of the year, all that stuff. But we also found out that prepvolleyball.com, which is a national thing, they do their top 150 class of 2024. So they're looking at sophomores now. And number two is Alex Azevedo. She's an outside hitter. She's 6'2". And the number 11 rated sophomore in the country, this is not in Idaho, this is in the country, is Alex Bauer, a 5'10 setter. So, you know, that's pretty cool when, you know, you got a national volleyball company taking a look at these guys and they're ranked in the top 11 as the top sophomores in the entire nation. So congratulations. I mean, Skyview, we know they're good, but they're being recognized nationwide. So we wanted to mention that this week. Yeah, that's uh, very exciting. Um so the accolades keep rolling in for Skyview. Uh, it's it's a good time to uh, be an athlete in, in the state of Idaho. I feel like uh, fall sport uh, awards are coming out. Winter sports right in the middle of it. It's uh, it's. I don't want to be cheesy here, Wayne, but it's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, it is. No, I like that. No, you go ahead and be cheesy, and you can take that Christmas to Montana and all your cheesiness with it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I'll uh, uh, next week. I might be doing the podcast from the set of my new Hallmark movie. Oh, that, there you go. There you go, man. I, I, you know what? I, I know it's really ridiculous to get hooked on Hallmark movies, but I, I do. Every, every once in a while, I'll sit there and find myself, well, how did I get involved in this now that I'm hooked? I know how it's going to end, but I got to hang in there, see what's going to happen. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, we're hanging in there with Wayne Dezu back each and every week on the uh, SIC prep cast. Uh, Wayne, have a very Merry Christmas. You too, sir. And have a safe trip to Montana. Be careful, okay? All right. Sounds great. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you back here next week for another edition of the SIC prep cast on idahosports.com. <laughs>